0: All right, Mikey, you ready up there? All right, we're going. Yep, I got the thumbs up from the uh, production manager up there. Hey, well, greetings, everybody. Yeah. Welcome to New Life's parking lot service. We got them scattered all over the parking lot. Trust, Can you hear me all the way out there in the end? Yeah. So listen, the music's going to be plenty loud. Brayden, can you hear me in the back row over there? <laughs> picking at Braden back there so look so we're gonna have worship today we're gonna we're gonna do uh preaching of the word but I just want to tell you now about about next week next Sunday we're gonna do Easter Sunday you see where the cars are now we're gonna pack them in here next week so tell everybody you know we've got 300 communion cups the little sealed cups we're leaving them sealed in the box until that morning We're going to open them up. We're going to grab them with gloves so we can hand them out to you. So we can take communion together, right? And so you'll be able to do that uh, next Sunday for Easter. We're going to make sure that we we open up for as many people as we can. We even have a plan on how we're going to do all the overflow. Uh, But y'all need to pray about the rain because the weatherman today says it's going to rain. But we know it's going to change in 20 minutes, but it hasn't. So we need to pray against some rain (laughs) because we need no rain. Because we can't do this if it's pouring down rain, if y'all understand that part. So... Uh, we're we're going to be planning on doing that. Uh, today, if you've brought an offering, we've got that planned as well. That uh, What we're going to do afterward is we have some buckets. And as we're exiting, people will be by the exits, and you can just drop your offering in there. Okay, so you can still bring an offering if you choose to do that as well. Or you can go online to newlifeag.church. So you can go online and give electronically if you choose to. Or you can bring your money today or checks, and they can put it in the, uh, the buckets and uh, that way we can take care of that. Amen? All right, so here's something we got to practice on real quick. Amen is one honk of the horn. Okay. All right. I learned that from another church. When when, when the preaching's good and you need an amen, you got to hit the horn one time or, or in the worship or that. That's the only way we can do this since we can't hear you. We can hear you wave, we see you wave, but we can't hear you. So, so we're going to have a good time today. So stay in your cars. That's what the governor asks. We're going to open up in prayer, and then we're going to worship. Can we do that? Can I get an amen? Okay. This is going to be interesting. Hallelujah. Hey, and if you take any pictures, post them on our Facebook page. Amen? All right, let's pray. Father, we are so thankful that we get to be here together again as a family, even though we're in our cars, Lord, but we're all together on the same property today. And we have come with a purpose to worship you and to love you, God. And we come to hear your word today. So, Lord, we pray that even as we're in our cars today, that your presence would just saturate us. Completely across this place, let your presence saturate us, Lord. I know there's people watching around the world right now. There's people in our parking lot. God, you be glorified through everything that we do. Lord, I continue to pray for our family, our church family, that we would be safe through the blood of Jesus Christ. You protect us, wash over us, and cleanse us, Lord, of of any sickness that would try to come against us. In the name of Jesus, I just decree that over us right now, that we are strong and healthy in Jesus' name. And Lord, we thank you that we get to come today and do this. We thank you that we get to worship you in this way. In Jesus' name. And if you give me an amen this morning, we're going to worship. That is just way too cool. today. I get some amens this morning. Yeah. Hallelujah. Jesus. Woo. Got to have a little bit of water. I also got to give the worship team time to uh, move their music because the wind is so strong. We got to keep it all tied down. But that's okay.
1: Hallelujah.
0: Can I get some amens on that this morning? All right. Hey, go to the last one, guys. back down oh no, you can't be jumping up come on yep they told me you can't get out your car that's out your car <laughs> hallelujah <laughs> hallelujah come on let's let's pray one more time before we move on can we do that father we again we thank you for letting us be here this morning god we are so gracious your grace is more than enough god your mercy is more than enough god just letting us be here this morning in your presence God. But it already feels different, even though we're in a parking lot this morning and it feels so different being here with everybody. Oh, we're so thankful, Lord, for your mercy and grace. For your presence in this place, oh, God, Jesus, hallelujah. Hey, listen, so if you have the YouVersion Bible app, go ahead and grab it. I'm going to move this out here so y'all can see me better. If you have the YouVersion Bible app, go ahead and grab it. I put all my notes in there for you. Hallelujah. Version Bible app has it all. Just go there and go to events and you'll find our church. Hey, what's up, Dave? I didn't see you pulling over there. If you got that, you'll have all the notes right there. Hey, worship team, it looks like Facebook kicked us off again because our music sounded too close to the copyrighted material, so they told us we can't be on there. I just love it when that happens. So, Hallelujah. I'm going to give you a moment to do that. If you don't have the U version, turn your Bible to Matthew chapter 14 this morning. Matthew chapter 14. The same chapter we were in last week when we talked about the storms, right? Staying focused in the storms. Or was it unity? I don't remember. I, I just, I lose all these things. Go down to verse 22 with me. I'll give you a moment to turn there. I think it's a good time to get some water. Hallelujah. Whew. Take my time. (laughs) Oh, I've got one. Yes, sir. This will be enough. Should be. Yeah. Matthew chapter 14, verse 22. I want to talk to you something this morning. I had to write an article for the newspaper the other day. Uh, I don't think they've run it yet. But over and over, I kept hearing a theme in there of hearing God's voice in the noise. Hearing God's voice in the noise. And, and again, it reminded me of going back to the scriptures we used last week. Right? And we, we see him right here in Matthew chapter 14, verse twenty two. It says this immediately Jesus made the disciples get into the boat and go to on ahead of him to the other side. While he dismissed the crowd, after he dismissed him, he went up on a mountainside by himself to pray. Later that night he was there alone. And the boat was already considerably distance from land, buffeted by the waves because the wind was against it. Now, just to, to kind of catch you up on what, what I said last week. Last week, we, we talked about right here the fact that Jesus went up on top of a mountain, and, and the Sea of Galilee is not huge. And I believe, my opinion is, is that Jesus could see the storm down there. He could see the storm going on, Right. And so what he did was is when he saw his disciples in trouble, he come down off the mountain and he went and helped them. But we're going to move past that today. And the boat was already considerable distance from land, buffeted the waves because the wind was against it. Shortly before dawn, Jesus went out to them walking on the lake. When the disciples saw him walking on the lake, they were terrified. It's a ghost, they said, and cried out in fear here's our part we're going to focus on today, 27 to 33. But Jesus immediately spoke to them and said, Take courage, it is I, don't be afraid. Come, he said. Then, Oh, Lord, is it you, Peter replied. Tell me to come to you on the water. So Jesus replied, Come. Then Peter got down out of the boat and walked on the water and came toward Jesus. Look here. But when he saw, Peter saw the wind, he was afraid and began to sink. Cried out, "Lord, save me!" Immediately Jesus reached out his hand and caught him. "You have little faith," he said. "Why do you doubt?" And when they climbed into the boat, the wind died down. Then those that were in the boat worshipped him, saying, "Truly, you are the Son of God." Amen. Listen, I, I want you to see some things right here. But when he saw the wind, the NIV says "wind," the King James says "wind and waves." Can you see the wind? No, but you can see the effects of the wind. Being out on the ocean, you can see the waves that are being stirred up by the wind. You can see all the the, the the stuff. Can I tell you that that wind is noisy? I may not be able to see it, but I can hear it. And right here we see the fact that Peter got out and did something that nobody else had done at point with Jesus, and he walked on the water. But the minute something came up that took his focus off of Jesus, he began to sink. And so today I want you to understand that we need to be able to hear God's voice even in the midst of a noise or a storm, right? I'm using the word noise because I think it applies better to where we are today. Peter got down out of the boat, walked on water, but when the winds came, when, when troubles came, does it feel like you're in trouble today? Does it feel like everything you thought was normal has been turned upside down? Everything is coming against you and there's no way out? I know there's a lot of younger people that don't feel like their life is ever going to be anything because they went to school for all these years, and now is there even going to be a job for them when they graduated? The college students, is there going to be a job for me? Will the economy ever come back again? Will this nation ever be what it was again? Can I tell you, that's a lot of noise to some people. That's a lot of storm. That's a lot of wind and waves. But in this season, you need to keep your ears where they need to be and don't worry about what you see but what you hear over and over we see jesus taking time to go back and pray he pulled back and prayed so he could spend time communicating with the father why because if he could keep his communication dialed in when it got noisy he could stop and say hold on a second there's a lot going on around me right now hold on a second hold on I need to go to Samaria. There's a woman over there in Samaria that needs me. See, and I just totally walked out of the camera, but I don't care. (laughs) They told me my my marks. I got marks. Guys, in this season, if more than anything else, we have got to keep our ears to the Lord. Because listen to this. The difference between him getting out of the boat and him sinking was only the winds and the waves. The same faith got him out of the boat that made him step on the water. But it wasn't until the noise got too loud. Can I tell you, your provision is not in your job. The Lord uses your job to bring you provision. Okay? Think about that. And I understand the fact that there are times we lose jobs and we need money and we need food and we need all of those things. And can I tell you, I've been there already. I know that place. But my provision was never in my job. It was in my Lord. And I had food being brought to me where I couldn't afford to even buy it. I had ribeyes coming in when I couldn't go buy the sides for it. Come on, I, I'm, I'm telling you some truth here today. And you know why? Because I knew my God was the reason why. And I was tuned into his ear and he said, Richard, you will be Okay. And that's why I quote the scripture, my God owns the cattle on a thousand hills. Daddy, I need you to sell some cows today. I need something because I have a need. And you said that he have never seen the righteous forsaken nor his seed begging for bread. I am one of your children. I should not have to beg. I will not beg. I will not beg. Why? Because I know what my father has said. In this season, we've got to keep our ears tuned. They all heard the voice of Jesus speaking as he called out to them. Peter even heard it enough that he said, if you call me out. So Peter went out. But when things started looking bad, the noise got too loud. He took his eyes off of Jesus and he stopped listening to about what the Lord said. Storms are going to come and they're going to get loud. But I want you to look at Jesus for just a minute. Today we're looking at Palm Sunday, the triumphal entry of Jesus into Israel, in, into Jerusalem, an amazing day. But I want to give you some timeline this morning. If, if you have the U you version, you'll see them all on there. But I want to give you some timeline this morning. Matthew chapter 21 was his triumphal entry. I'm just going to give you the scriptures. Think about this. It was his triumphal entry when he walked into, into Jerusalem and, and he, they laid down the palm trees. Hosanna, Hosanna in the highest, the king of Israel. They, they went over and over and over with him. Do you think for a moment that if he had not kept his ear to the father that pride could have entered in? Look at who I am. Look at what they say about me. But he didn't, did he? And he went into the city and he began to do different things, turning, you know, kicking people out of the temple and doing different things, right? He, he began to do that. But if we look down into Matthew 26, he had the supper, the last supper, as we conceal it, consider it, with his disciples where the very one that was going to betray him was at the meal. And he sat there with those men and, and he ate with them and he broke bread and he took the juice and he taught them something that we take so dear today, is communion. And even at one point he sopped and he brought it over to, G, to Judas and gave it to him. And according to tr- Jewish tradition, that who you give the first sop to, they take the bread and they dip it in. The one you give it to, the first, is the most honored person in the room, and he gave it to Judas. Judas, I love you, but you're not listening to things very good. Judas was listening to other people, but Jesus still had his ear. And then we see Matthew 26, further down in verse 30. Where does Jesus go? He goes to the garden to pray. Why? He knows what's fixing to come. He knows what's fixing to happen. He's fixing to be beaten. He's fixing to be spit on. He knows all the things that are going to happen to him. And in the midst of what was fixing to become very noisy for him, very storm-related, he decides to go pray. Can I tell you that that right there should teach us enough that prayer is that important in your day? He goes out and he prays in the garden, and, and he realizes that he's fixing to take on the weight of the world. And he says, Father, if there be any other way, let this pass away from me. But nevertheless, not my will, but yours. Right? He was communicating with the Father, and he, he understood what was coming. And it was so much weight to him that when he prayed, he sweat blood. That's what he took upon himself. But when he got up, what did he find? Sleeping disciples that couldn't even pray with him. Did that deter him from his mission? A lot of us, that would have said, well, if they're not going to pray with me, I quit. I'm gone. It didn't deter him at all. Because we see right there at the end of that chapter, Matthew 26, Jesus is arrested. How much quiet time do you think he had after that? Being mocked and ridiculed. How much quiet time do you think how much how much storm continued to happen to him at that point being beaten being mocked with these things on his head. You know, I, I watched the, the passion of the Christ again the other night just to remember what my Lord went through for someone like me. Once again, I, I, I just sit there and I watch all that he went through for somebody like me like you. He focused himself through prayer to hear the voice of God. Because now, instead of them calling Hosanna, it's give us Barabbas. And things get noisier and noisier. And if that would have been us, we would have been saying, there's no way for me to get out of this. I don't believe he, he ever said that. I can tell you, and, and you hopefully you don't take this wrong, but I get a smile every time I watch one portion of the Passion of the Christ. It's when they... That cross is on the ground. He's up on Golgotha. And he crawls over and lays on it. Nobody forced him to get on that cross. He got on that cross because he wants to. For me and for you. And every time I see that part, man, I just, I cry and I smile at the same time. Because nobody forced my Lord to get on there. How did he have the strength to do that? Other than the fact that he knew the voice of God. He was hearing the voice of God. The Holy Spirit was inside of him, and he had a purpose. And he said, I don't care what you tell me. As they're ridiculing him all around, saying, if you're really the king of the Jews, the son of God, why don't you take yourself down from there? And the only thing he was focused on was what? Forgive them, for they know not what they're doing. Listen, everything got loud for him, but he had already had his communication with the Father in place. He had it in place. If these some crazy times today, they are. Word of the year, unprecedented. (laughs) That's what it is. Jesus focused on prayer even when nobody wanted to. And I want you to, right now, I want to tell you this. We need to turn off the TVs. We need to take times and turn off social media. Turn off the emails, put away the newspaper, and spend time with the father again. And not just go to him saying, God, I have a need right now. Just set at his feet and say, God, I, I just want to be with you because I need your presence. I, I, was, reading, <laughs> I was reading in Job this morning, and, and I, I thought this was so interesting. I had to underline it. I'm going to go find it real fast for you. Job chapter 10. Job chapter 10, verse 12 tells this, and I thought this was so interesting. In the midst of all that's going on and how bad things are, he says, Thou has granted me life and favor, but listen to this. Your visitation has preserved my spirit. Can I tell you, you get in time with prayer with the Father and allow him to come and visit you. It'll carry you through all of these times. It'll carry you through any of the fear and any of the things that the media is trying to push on us right now. Listen, I know there are people dying and being affected by this virus. But I also know that our media is going way above and beyond to put fear in us. But I am not driven by fear because I'm a child of God. You're a child of God. Don't allow fear to drive you. Should you take precautions? Definitely. I wash my hands all the time. We, we do when we come. We have bottles of Of that stuff floating all over the place in here. Because we're together and we don't want to make sure we're infecting anybody. The Bible told us we should have been washing our hands years ago. (laughs) So, So we need to turn these things off today. And we need to focus on God. Then and only then will you walk through this world. And you can put up with what it throws at you. Only then can you put up with what it brings. And what they throw against you. So, guys, we have got to focus on hearing the voice of God right now more than anything else. They're sending out stimulus money. Who knows when it's going to get here? It's going to be okay. When we look at the early church, when, when there was needs amongst them, they helped each other out. They brought, they, they delivered, they, all of those things are in place today where believers are helping believers. It's all in place today where we can continue to help each other. Yeah, but we can't go to each other's house. Yeah, but you can pick up a phone. The early church didn't have that. They had to send letters. But you know what? I could pick up the phone and call Mike. Mike, how you doing today, brother? Hey, man, I'm I'm glad you're doing okay. But if you're waiting on only one person to call you instead of calling someone yourself, call each other. Call believers that you know and encourage each other. Don't just go on Facebook and start looking for encouragement because you may not find it. If you open up your word and start reading, in the midst of job a, a book that is riddled with so many bad things right there this morning in my time i find a gem of that your visitation with me has preserved me lord i always just i had to stop i was like god what are you doing in in the midst of a book that look it's so many bad things it's not one of the books that i like honestly Because I've always asked God, why did you offer him up to Satan? He was doing just fine without all of this. But in the midst of that, I was able to find a gym. So guys, I want to encourage you today that you need to focus more on what the voice of God and what the word of God says than what the world is saying. And that's what I want you to take home with you tonight, with this morning, is focus on him. It's going to be okay. We're going to make it. We're going to make it. It's, we've got to be about the Father's business. We've got to be about the Father's business. But if all the believers are hiding at home, who's outside helping the lost? Who's helping those that are in need? That's what we got to focus on, guys. So I want to pray for us this morning. If you need prayer, just put your hand out the window, and, and, and I'm going to be blinking with you this morning. Amen. Father, we just come to you now in the name of Jesus. Lord, I know there are some watching online right now and, and maybe even some in this parking lot that would say, I don't know Jesus is my Savior the way you do, Pastor. God, I pray for those right now, Lord, that they, they have come to a place, Lord, where where they know now that they need Jesus as their Savior. Maybe they've been playing church for so long, just going through the motions, or maybe they've never accepted Jesus Lord, I believe that the Holy Spirit is prompting them right now. If that's you this morning, I want you to just repeat after me a prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, I need Jesus as my Savior and my Lord. Forgive me of the sins that I have done against you, the wrongs that I have committed. Forgive me. I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God and that He died on a cross He was buried, and he has risen again, alive. I accept him now as my Lord and Savior, and I accept the forgiveness that his blood brings to me. Forgive me. Forgive me. God, I pray for these people right now, that your spirit would just flood over them right now, God. Allow them to understand that their spirit is now being reborn lord i pray for those here also that have needs today as hands may be raised lord meet our every need as you said you would we hold you to your word god because your word never changes you are the god that does not change you are the god that provides our needs you are the god that healeth thee you you are everything and then more and god we have people that have need right here in our parking lot today online watching around the world God, I thank you that you are meeting those needs right now. Lord, I even pray publicly out in the open today for our cities and our parish. I continue to speak health and life over the people of this area. Regardless of what the enemy tries to bring in, I release life right now through the power of Jesus Christ and his name. Lord, I thank you that this week, We will begin to see things break. That We will begin to see things begin to go down on this virus, God. As your hand begins to move. Encourage us, Lord, in our nights when when things seem to get so noisy. Bring your spirit to encourage us and preserve us. And I thank you, Father, for all that you've done and all you're doing and all that you are going to do. In Jesus' name, can I get an amen this morning? Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. So listen. I hope you got something encouraging out of this today. Don't worry about the noise, guys. The noise is always there. This speaker is always playing noise when I'm here. But I can't follow it. I have to follow after what the Lord is telling me. Amen. Keep tuning in to Facebook so you can see what's going on because depending on the weather next weekend, we'll play that by ear. Keep focusing on, on you know, only those updates. Hey, check them once a day or something. You'll be fine. Don't forget about our prayer mail as well. We have a, a prayer line that we've set, a special voicemail that we've set up. It's the church number, 318-253-4361. You call 24 hours a day. You can leave a message on there with your information, and we'll contact you back, and somebody will call you and pray for you. Can't guarantee they will in the middle of the night, but we will contact you and pray for you. Amen. So listen, I hope you've been blessed today. If you want to give anything today, we have ushers that are going to be waiting by the exits with buckets. I think they're all the way already making their way out there. They, we have somebody on this side, guys? Okay. If you want to do that, you can go ahead and give it there and do that. Hey, while you're out this week, go pray for somebody. Go bless somebody else. Amen. All week long, I want you to try to invite people to come to church on Sunday for Easter Sunday so we can come back and celebrate again. Amen? Amen. I love you. God bless you. Hey, did you enjoy today? Hallelujah. All right, Micah, you can kill the stream up there. Hey, guys, again, we...